Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We should have had like a little noisemaker. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. Well, it's January 4th. <laughs> Welcome to Two Bookworms. One podcast. The Book Club podcast where best friends talk about books. I'm Cameron. And I'm Lacey. Can you hear that water? No. Okay. Rusty's getting a bath. Yeah, I cannot hear it. Okay, good. Well, it's the first episode of 2022. Yes. Yes. How was... Well, it was after Christmas on our last episode, right? Yeah, it was like the day after Christmas. Okay. Or was it, How was your yeah. new year? It was all right. Uneventful. I was in bed yeah. before midnight. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I am... Um, I think I made it to like 11.30, and then I was just like, I'm tired. I don't really care. I didn't even try. It was just such a... It was so cold that day. Or was it cold that day? Had it gotten cold yet? No. No, it was getting cold that night. So, like, the Mm -hmm. wind was really howling, and um, we had just come in. We got home at, like, 6 that night, so I was tired. How was your trip? It was great. We had such a great time um we it was our first solo trip since our honeymoon so it was great having that time um while we were there we found out some people that we had been around tested positive for covid oh no (laughs) but um that's actually my suck for the week so we'll do our second sleep so my suck is omicron or as i've been calling it omarion sorry omarion (laughs) (laughs) it's just more fun to say um it is like everyone is getting it yeah like people that didn't get covid before because this one is like apparently so much more contagious yep and And our protocols are so much lower than they were the first time around (laughs) yes like and it was christmas so everyone's seeing their family Mm -hmm. and it's uh like yeah, everyone's getting it. So while we were there, we found out. But they must have been exposed after we saw them because, like, the incubation period for this one's like, two to three days. And it was, like, the fourth day since we had seen them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so. yeah. And we never had any symptoms. And my dad was around then. And he never had any symptoms. So you, then the bad thing is you can't even get a test right now. It's, like, a week and a half out to get a test. Because there's so many and, people needing them now again. Yes. Because yeah. there's so many people. Like, so we were like, okay, well, we'll just go do a test real quick. Mm-mm. Nope. Nothing. No. And we were like, wow. No. Um, but luckily it was our last day there when we found out. Um, and I was more worried about the ski. Like we had gone skiing and we rented our equipment. And so in the ski resort, you have to like go into like you're outside while you're skiing, obviously, but to get your equipment, you have to go in and it's very crowded and most people are not wearing masks in there. So I was like, well, if we're going to get it, it's going to be in here. <laughs> There's no social distancing in there. Um, but we did it knock on wood and, um, we had a great time skiing. Steve was a freaking natural, of course. Bastard. Um, I fell many times I and mean, I don't mean like I just fell over. I mean, like my feet went up above my head <laughs> and, uh, the instructor took my sticks away from me because <laughs> he said I was relying on them too much. And he was right because I did get a lot better after he took away my sticks. 
Um, but skiing is a lot harder than it looks. It's very hard. And it like you have to it's not just about like one thing. Like I, I was no, like, oh, I have really good everything. balance. I'll be great. No, like that did not help me at all. Um, yeah, it's so many things and it uses so many different parts of your body. And my shins are still just a little bit sore. It was like almost a week ago. But yeah, the trip was great. Um, you'll have to go with us next time. It was fun. We had a lot of fun. We had a, we had a badass Airbnb, like perfect view of the mountains and it was so quiet. Ooh. And it was crazy because we, you know, we just felt like we were home again because we knew where everything was and hit up all of our favorite spots and found some new ones and we just had a great time. It was a great vacation. What's your suck for the week? <sighs> so first and foremost, we, we lost Betty White. Oh my God. I know. <sighs> it's 20, like uh, on the last freaking day of 2021. And I was like, like right before her hundredth birthday too. You know what? This makes me nervous because what if she was like, you know what? Fuck 2022. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> she probably was. 2022 ain't gonna take me <laughs> but on top of that like the weather's been so back and forth here and so extremely back and forth that my throat has just been on fire like the past three days uh oh you know that's the number one symptom of Omicron I don't have that I don't go anywhere <laughs> okay good good yeah, and that's the other hard thing is, like you said, the weather. So it was like 80 degrees when we came home that day, and then the mm-hmm. next day it was 20 degrees. So it's like yeah. all of these symptoms that you would have from the weather change are fucking Omarion symptoms. Yeah, especially in the south <sighs> because then you have, like, all the mucus and everything, too, and it's mm-hmm. just – it's a bad time, and the pressure headaches. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, it's uh really rough. I feel you on that. Also, to add to my suck, um, I finished Emily in Paris season two in like two days. So now I like no, can't watch it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they need to either make those episodes longer or add more episodes. Cause I don't. Yeah. Well, you know how they are about canceling stuff early season. too. Yeah. We may not even get a third season fucking right. Like, what? God. But yet they'll like do stupid shows to like season five or six. I'm like, really? We couldn't get a Santa Clarita season three, but y'all keep right? making the other stupid selling sunset yeah. bullshit. Ugh. Yeah, right. I love Santa Clarita. It was so freaking good. What is your sweet for the week? Um, I don't know that I really have one yet. Oh. To be fair, it's still, like, early in the week, too, though. True. But you could just do it from, like, the last seven days since we last spoke. Ugh, I haven't done anything the last seven days. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, I think we recorded our episode before Christmas. Yeah, I think we did, too. So, what did you get for Christmas? Um, That could be your sweet. Well, I got... Some charms for a bracelet, but either I told this person wrong or they heard wrong, and it's a completely different company than what you got me, and they don't fit on the same bracelet. So now I have really? to, get, yeah. So now I have to get a second bracelet. How do they not fit? Because it's, did they get you Pandora? Yes. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Totally yeah. different. Um, yeah. Yeah, you can get a Pandora bracelet on Rue La La real cheap. I can help you with that. And they have, they always have Pandora. But you know what? I have both, and I wear. I will wear both at the same time because it's just like I like wearing Pandora to work because it's not like jingly. Yeah. But then I love my James Avery one because it's jingly. But I don't like writing and working on my computer with it because it like bangs the tape. So I mean, they, yeah, scratches and all that. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's a nice gift. What charms did you get? I got a snow globe and an initial Ooh. and a hot chocolate. Ooh, cute. Very cute. Was that your favorite gift? Actually, <laughs> my favorite gift was I got, like, everything to make homemade dog treats, like, little cutouts oh God, and molds and mixes. and. <laughs> That's fun. We should have a dog treat making day. We should. So I didn't get the cutouts. I got the little um, press for it. Like, it's like a pancake maker, but it's dog bones. Oh. Or like the waffle maker, but it's dog bones. And That's then, cool. Yeah, so you just like mix up your batter and put it in there, and then boom, ready. You see mine, you can do one of two ways. You can either mush it down into like the little tray molds, or you can roll it out and cut it. Oh, yeah, we should have a dog treat making day. Our dogs would love us. Yeah, they would. Um, well, my suite for the week was my vacation, but we already talked about that. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gifts, gifts, gifts. Uh, I got some good ones. I got, oh my God, now like I'm trying to think. I'm like panicking because I can't remember. Um, my niece got me this really cool astrology clock. I got, ooh, my, <laughs> I told my, I have my stepmom. For some Lululemon leggings, because you know they're like expensive, and I would never buy them for myself. And I was like, wanted to try them, so I asked her for a pair, and she bought me like five pairs. <laughs> I was like, damn girl, I just need one. But hey, that's awesome. They're nice. I love them. Um, oh, my sister got me this pink leather jacket, like hot pink. Ooh, yes, like bar. It looks like a Barbie jacket, and I freaking. Love it. Um, my brother and sister-in-law got me this really cool Lego birdhouse. So I'm excited to do that. Um, oh my gosh. I need to send you a picture of what Aiden got out of his dad's. He got... What did he get? He got the baby Yoda Lego set. And they oh, say you cool. put it together in like two hours. Like it didn't really <laughs> take so it. fast with that shit. <laughs> I know. That's so funny. I remember, yeah, when I got on that uh, Quidditch one, it was like thirty minutes later. He's like, "Camera, I did mm-hmm. it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, funny story, just random, but it's funny, so I had to tell you. So you know, Walmart has this. Oh, I forgot what it's called, but it's basically like Prime but it's through Walmart, but it's like grocery delivery, like straight to your door. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like produce and milk and stuff, like anything from the store, they'll deliver it yeah. from the store. Yeah. So Steve got it because you had to have it um, for this PS five drop they were doing. And like, you couldn't have the free trial. Like you actually had to have the service. So he got it for that. And I was like, well, we can just like test it out for the month and then cancel it. 
So on the start, you know how like when you do grocery pickup, you can allow them to substitute stuff if they've run out of it. I usually always turn that off because like whatever I need, it's like probably something specific. Well, on this, you can't turn it off. And so he's no. like, all right, well, it's not going to be bad. Listen to this shit. We ordered a <laughs> bag of onions and we got a bag of apples. What? Like, what the fuck? My recipe does not call for apples. It calls for onions. And I, that is not a good substitute. No, like, why can't they just at least give you, like, one onion? You can't tell me they didn't have yeah, one onion. Individually, like, it doesn't have to be the bag. But someone thought the bag of apples, okay, it gets better. So we ordered a gallon of milk. We got a bottle of lactose. Please tell me you got your money back for some of this. Yes, he did. Steve ordered a bottle of light Caesar dressing, and we got regular Caesar dressing. Steve's like, I'm on a diet. He was so mad. I'm going to throw this bottle away. Right? I was like, at least it's the same shit. It's not a bag of bowls for a bag of onions. Yeah, at least it's not like a a dressing he hates, you know? Right. (laughs) Or a bottle of ketchup. (laughs) I mean, honestly, the bottle of ketchup would be awesome because it will definitely get used here. But, um, yeah, the apples and onions thing. So we canceled the service. Yeah, yeah, yes. I would too. But I saw on this, uh, I saw a meme today, and it's so funny that that happened because I just saw this meme today, where this lady ordered a box of cereal and they substituted a bottle of Parmesan cheese. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and these people are like, they're actual employees that get paid hourly to walk around yes. the store. Person that said, "Hey, we're out of the cereal, so let me throw this Parmesan cheese in here." Like, no other type of cereal. Parmesan cheese. (laughs) You were on the cereal aisle. (laughs) And you said, nah. And went and walked to the cheese. (laughs) Why the fuck did Walmart give me Parmesan cheese? (laughs) I would have, like, put the Parmesan cheese in a bowl in the milk. And you would have been like, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. You had to go to a whole different aisle to get that cheese. Yeah. Isn't it? Yes. Oh, man. Whew. Good one. Okay. So this is a special talkie sode mm-hmm. um, for 2021. We're going to talk about 2022. Yeah. We're going to talk about the best of 2021 um, while it's still fresh. So I was going through my books. Um I had quite a few four-star reads, quite a bit, and then yeah, mm-hmm. very small amount of five-star reads. So I told Lacey we should talk about our favorite book, our favorite series, and then our favorite podcast book. So for 2021, what was your favorite book? Okay. <laughs> I wanted to say more than one, but I went different ways with this. Me too. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, it has to be A Touch of Darkness, because that was such a surprise from somebody I had never heard of. It's hard to believe that it was a 2021 book, because it was so long ago. It does. Yeah, completely. Total surprise. So, why is it your favorite? I just, it really surprised me, and I got so attached to the characters, and, Mm -hmm. like, she has not disappointed me. 
And it mm-hmm. was just like one I randomly picked. Like I'd never heard of any of it before. I think that um, when you picked it, you had said you wanted to read like an erotica or something. And that's what Probably. you Googled. And you Probably were like, hey, this one spicy. has like really high ratings. And I was like, yeah, let's go for it. I can't remember if I found it. It was either on a Goodreads list or it was on on an Amazon list. Okay, so Mm -hmm. it was like, yeah, like one of the higher selling Amazon books would Mm -hmm. be what list it was on. Good job, Amazon. I mean. It was good. I loved it. It was, like you said, so unexpected. Um, But those are usually the best ones, like when you go into it with no expectations and then you're just like, wow. And I've always been kind of pleasantly surprised with all of the mythology mm-hmm. romance books we've come across. Mm-hmm. Now that we're talking about it, I can't think of another one, but yes. <clears throat> Except, it, was like, um, it was like the goddess test. Amy Carter. Oh, oh God, I love, Carter? yes. Yes, yeah. I love the goddess yeah. test. Such a good first one. Hmm. After the second one, it was kind of okay. And then the third one was like, what? She just gets really whiny. Yes. Kind of like Persephone in these anyway. (laughs) But, you know. Not that bad, though. No. Well, Um, I mean, I don't know. Persephone's just whiny all around. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I have not read the latest. Uh, touch of malice because I've heard it ends on a cliffhanger and the next one doesn't come out till like 2023. So yeah, Scarlet, I'm not on that hole. So no. I've been waiting to read it on Same. purpose. I love you, Same. but I'm not ready to put myself through that. No. <laughs> We've had enough with Akatar this year, okay? <laughs> right. Um, okay, so my favorite book, like you said, I did not want to just pick one. Um, and the, th- okay, I know I said pick one, but the three that I have are very different books and I liked them for very different reasons. Yeah. So these are mm-hmm. all five star. So the first one is The House in the Cerulean Sea by TJ Klune, which I really hope you give it a chance, Lacey, because it's the same author that did Under the Whispering Door and I know you didn't, I know you didn't like it that much. But it's a very different story and a bit like it's, it's a comedy. It still has some, darker deeper stuff in there um but it's such a good story oh my gosh i loved it i even listened to it on audiobook which certain um, certain audiobooks you just don't like connect with as well and the Mm -hmm. fact that i gave it five stars i mean it should speak volumes it's such a good book loved it i loved it because it like made me smile it made me warm and tingly made me want to go live on the cerulean sea loved it so the other five-star book is um, Falling. Where did my Goodreads go? I need to see who wrote it. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's something Newman. I had to, like, reorganize my list so I could find it. <laughs> you know how you can, like, change it by rating or date or... Yeah. Falling by T.J. Newman. Um, this book is one of the best thrillers I have ever read. It literally has like your blood and heart pumping and you're just like, oh my God, like what, what is going to happen? So it's about, um, a plane that gets 
taken over by a terrorist and it's like in the air and they have like the pilot's family hostage it's just like such a hollywood blockbuster movie you're just like on pins and needles and it's it's very well done it's very well written this was another audiobook and um the narrator was it was it's one of the best audiobooks so is house under this ruancy because the narrator on that one was incredible he did so many different voices i love when they do that <laughs> not just different voices but they're really like acting out the character they're not yeah. just like reading the lines um falling was the same way like one of the best i loved 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 it last favorite book is a man called uva by frederick bachman which we have read another one of his books it is such a sweet story and so like i ugly cried i ugly cried for a while and i was just like oh my god this book is so incredible definitely read it what's your favorite i already know the answer what was your favorite series for 2021 i mean i'm sure it's the same as yours (laughs) (laughs) the jewel that is at guitar (laughs) and it's funny because those are also podcast books but yeah, I don't care. I mean, be- all of mine are pretty po- much podcast books because I didn't read too many outside this year. But okay. I mean, this upcoming year, I set my bar really high because I'm trying to read a lot more outside. What's your goal this year? Uh, when I said it at 45, and this okay. past year was 30. Okay. How many did you read last year? 32. Ooh, okay, good job. You went over. That's good. Um, yeah, obviously it's Akatar. Um, it's like you said, you said it perfectly on the episode that had been a really long time since you had read a series like that. Mm-hmm. Specifically, the second book, A Court of Mist and Fury. Oh, yes. If I could only read one book for the rest of my life, it would probably be that book. Love it so much. The entire series is great. But I swear to God, if we don't get another book, I'm going to riot. <sighs> I, it cannot end on Nesta. It cannot. I mean, it it's not begin with her. To get Elaine's story. Yeah, especially after Nesta got her own. Mm-hmm. Which we did not want or need. No. Never did I say, I, Ooh, I wonder what her point of view is. No. Right. Right. I never, never wanted to know. And also... I'm not trying to be negative Nancy or anything, but reading Crescent City, which came out after all of Akatar, really gave, I was like, oh, wow. I really hope this is not like where Akatar's heading. (laughs) A Court of Silver Flames was not my favorite. It was probably my least favorite of the entire series. But I think that's just because of Nesta and not the story or the writing. Because I feel like the storytelling no, no. mm-hmm. writing was on par with the rest of the series. Yeah. And that's what really surprised me about why I hated Crescent City so much. Because her writing mm-hmm. like completely changed. It's like she yes. did her own writing and then went to a shadow writer or something. Because it's completely different. Yes. She it's has different never jumped too. in without explaining anything to us. Mm-hmm. Oh, I keep hitting my mic with my cup. Um, it is like a different person wrote. It's like a lot of people say that about Stephanie Meyer, which I still don't see. I still think Stephanie Meyer's writing, like, it's pretty consistent throughout all yeah, of her books. Same, same. But this, like, it's just not written by the same person. Or, and if it or is, something. then maybe you took too many critic hits or 
too many negative comments or something. Yes. Or you're or a different editor and you let the editor just too much, too much, too mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Something was different. Um, although Jess, for my good reads and stuff, keeps saying I need to finish it and. Part of me Listen. wants to. The other part of me is like, life is just so short. It's a double-edged sword because when you go that far into a book and you're not attached, something's yeah. wrong. I mean, like, listen, I, still, I gave it a, I gave it a lot more than I would give most. I yeah. gave it 400 pages. Exactly. You gave it halfway, and I was just like, we throw a little put, sex in there, something. We've put some other books down <laughs> faster. Yeah. <laughs> putting books down at like 50 pages (laughs) i mean i'll give it one more go before i delete it but if i read another like 100 pages and i'm still not invested it's it's gone i thought about getting the audiobook and just suffering that might be more bearable yeah yeah um so yes that's obviously my favorite series as well Uh, i got a freaking tattoo for it hello so Oh, hi. Rusty, he got a bath, and did he get his hair dried? A little bit? Well, you smell much better. <laughs> we don't have smell of, smell of podcasts, or you could smell them. smell of vision. Um, yeah. What was your favorite podcast book? Pretty Little Wife by Darby King. Okay. That was one of my, it's on my long list of four stars. I agree. Why did you like it? That was, like, one of the only ones I gave five stars outside of our beloved two series. I just, it was different. It was more dramatic. It had more twists and turns that we didn't see coming as much as some of these Mm -hmm. other books. Mm -hmm. I just enjoyed it. It was a good story. It was. Very well written. Um, Contrary to, I remember people jogging on, like, typos and things, but I didn't care. It didn't deter me. I thought it was a great book. I've right. found typos in all of these books we've been reading. Yeah. And she, uh, Darby Kane has another book coming out in like a few weeks or a month or so. Yes. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to read that one. Um, because, yeah, Pretty Little Wife was a great, yeah, great, it was really painting. good. Mm-hmm. Thriller? Is that a thriller or mystery? It was a thriller, I believe. Let me double check. Okay. Details. Suspense. Okay. Okay. Same thing. Um, suspense. My favorite podcast book, I think, is going to surprise you. Oh, what is that? Do you want to guess? Okay. Let me look at our list. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> okay. So we read A Touch of Darkness. We pretty much read the whole Touch of Darkness series. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's not going to be any of those. I know it's not. Okay, so let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Under the Whispering Door, Final Girl Support Group, We Were Never Here, Survive the Night, Sanatorium. Oh. It was. <laughs> no, it can't be that obvious. Can it? What? Was it this time next year? Nope. <clears throat> nope, not that one. Beach read. Okay. It was almost beach read. <laughs> so you're very close. Uh, it was the Sundown Motel. Okay. 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 
That one was very unexpected. That was a good, for me. Was a good one. Yeah. It was good. Um, I wish, I can't believe I had it on my shelf as long as I did. Yeah, I can't believe really. that no one was like, hey, you gotta read this. Like, I literally had that book for a year and then we read it and I'm like, damn, this was a good book. See, this is what this podcast is for. Reading books mm-hmm. that have just been sitting on our shelves that the yep. other one's like, yep. hey, we should. And it's like, hey, I already got it. Perfect. It was exact, cause we read it around Halloween, I remember. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was exactly the feeling and story I was wanting at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I good. Um, that author has another book coming out in a few weeks and I'm Simone St. James. Yes. I'm so excited. I'm going to read it. Oh, I can't wait. Such a good story. It was almost Beatreed. Beatreed was also unexpected. Um, I just loved the characters in Beatreed. I loved them so much. I even read Emily Henry's other book, um, The People We Meet on Vacation, which I did not oh, yeah. like as much. Mm-hmm. There was just something about Beatreed. I was, I just loved it. So it was almost that one. You were almost right. Yes. <sighs> you know me so well. <laughs> It was really funny. That, okay, so for Christmas, Lacey got me a pair of not just purple Crocs, which purple is my favorite color, but sparkly purple because mm-hmm. I like anything that sparkles or shimmers, and Lacey yes. knows me very well. So when I went to walk the dogs tonight, I put on my coat, which is iridescent purple. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, it matches so perfect. I dress like a 10-year-old. No. I'm baby. Rich. It's iridescent or glittery. Cam got it. Believe that. Okay. So this is the Goodreads Choice Awards for 2021. And not only do they do like, you know, best book of the year, best young adult book of the year, but they do like subcategories also. And we voted. I but did you vote? No, I forgot. Okay. Or no, I think they voted in a few rounds. Probably. Okay. So, I'll just tell you what's on there. Best Fiction Book of the Year, Beautiful World, Where Are You by Sally Rooney. It is on my list. I have not read it. Um, This sounds like something that Lacey would not be interested in. Because it says, <laughs> Irish author, and this is on Goodreads. Irish author Sally Rooney wins this year's Best Fiction Award for her celebrated novel on the complexities of romance, sex, and friendship on our swiftly tilting planet. A kind of deep-focused love quadrangle story, the book clearly hit a nerve for readers. Uh, that's really all it says. It doesn't give me much to work with. No. Um, it's loading. Okay. Best Mystery and Thriller for 2021 was... The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. Also on my shelf. have not read it. <laughs> I've heard it's great. Um, it says, The Last Thing He Told Me in which a mother and her stepdaughter try to unwind a lethally knotted secret. When Owen Michaels disappeared, he left his new wife, Hannah, a single cryptic message. Protect her. The note clearly refers to Bailey, Owen's 16-year-old daughter. But why? The U.S. Marshals want to know, too. Okay, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Nominees included The Maidens. <laughs> Please. Another book that we read, The Push by Ashley Audrain. Mm. Oh, yeah, it was all right. Uh. 
Apples Never Fall by Leanne Moriarty, which I read, and it was boring. Local Woman Missing, which was a really good book. I read that. I gave it four stars. Oh, another one of our books, The Good Sister, Sally Hepworth. That was a good one. Yep. The Night She Disappeared by Lisa Jewell. I have not read this on my list. Um, none of these other ones I've ever heard of. So, next category, historical fiction, which I love. Winner was Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I agree. Um, Taylor Jenkins Reid is one of my favorite authors. She's incredible. I will read anything that she writes. She also wrote you. I don't think you've read any of her books. You need to. Mm-hmm. You need to start with no. you. You would love that one. Um, she's just a brilliant writer. Also on this list, the nominees: The Lost Apothecary. Was good. Mm. It was, it was pretty it was, decent. It was yeah. pretty decent, yeah, compared to some of the other ones we've read. And it's funny because I always talk about how much I love historical fiction, but I have not read any of these other nominees. <laughs> so I guess I don't like it as much as I thought I did. Um, fantasy. Oh, you're going to love this. Guess what the winter, the winner of fantasy was. <gasps> what was that? It's a podcast book. Was it? Steve, <laughs> Steve said refan. <laughs> it was a court of silver flames. Okay. I was about to say because it couldn't really be like any of the other ones because they were released like years prior. Mm-hmm. So. so it was definitely definitely that one should not yep. have won. Out of the other books? Okay, yeah, it should have. I mean the other nominees. Because you also have um Under the Whispering Door, which you hate. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> Um, I haven't read any of these other books. The Book of Magic, which was Practical Magic number two. Um, yeah, I haven't read any of these other nominees. So I would say out of those, yeah, it was better than Under the Whispering Door. Mm-hmm. I think I liked Under the Whispering Door, but I think A Quarter Silver Flames was better. I don't know if it's because I'm so emotionally invested in the series. Romance. People We Meet on Vacation one by Emily Henry, which is not Beach Read, and I like to Beach Read more. Um, People We Meet on Vacation was a, like, oh, it, it was a good book. I don't know. There's some things about the characters that I was just like not crazy about. Mm. So I just like don't really care about them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Another nominee on here that I see on Bookstagram a lot is The Love Hypothesis. That book's all over Instagram. Um, One Last Stop was a nominee. The X-Hex. Did you read that? I've got it on my shelf. I didn't want to read it before I gave it to my cousin. She got it for Christmas. So it's like on my list to read. Like, Okay. It's cute. It could have been better. That's cute. Um, The Soulmate Equation when I was on here. It's Christina Lauren. And it's probably one of Christina Lauren's best books. Because it's not like a little smutty. But it's not like smut with a story it's like an actual like story with a little bit of smut in it mm. really good i think you would really like that um while we were dating which is the wedding date number six which we read the royal holiday of that series mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. nominee on here 
Let's see what's next. Science fiction. We have probably not read any of these. <laughs> it's funny um, that we have a lot that are on the list like consistently though. Like we make good yes. picks. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I have not read any of these books in the science fiction category, but the winner was Andy Ware Hail Mary. Which I think yeah, he wrote The Martian, which was that um Matt Damon movie. Okay. Where he has to like go to Mars and grow some shit or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's your category horror. Yes. Would you like to guess what the winner was for horror of twenty twenty one? Best horror of twenty twenty one? I mean, it's kind of a podcast book, right? It is definitely a podcast book. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be one of our favorite ones, doesn't it? <laughs> It is one good of my old favorite Grady ones. Hendrix. It is good old Grady Hendrix with the final girl support group. Absolutely. And I would just like to point out, Riley Sager, Sager, that this is in the horror category, not the thriller category like your books. Okay? I just want to put that out there. Let it go. Move off of it. It was better <laughs> anyway. It. it was different. <laughs> it was different. Uh, I did. I really enjoyed Final Girl Support Group. It was. I. I love Grady Hendrix. I. Was, I did too. Have you read Horror I, Store yet? No, but I bought it. Okay. I did buy it. I didn't take it on vacation because I didn't want to mess it up. Yeah. So I do plan on reading it. Our friend Shelly read it, and she was like, "It's so good." It's a pretty short one, right? Like two hundred pages. It's really fast read. It's it's not okay. long and it's real. I mean, it's really smooth. You'll you're really gonna like. It. <laughs> okay. Am I gonna be scared to go back to IKEA? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, other books on the horror uh, later on the horror list were later by Stephen King. I think you have it. I don't know if you've read it yet. Uh, I've got it. I haven't read it yet. I've started it, but I'll have to restart it later. Okay. I don't recognize any of these other authors on the list, but Grady Hendrix would have deserved to win no matter what. I love, I loved that book. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think, I think Final Girl Support Group's his best book. I think so too. I mean, Horror Store is really, is, I mean, it's really, really good, but I think Final Girl Support Group was better. You need to read the My Best Friend's Exorcism. Yeah, I do. I do. You would really and like you know that. You know what? I was on Kindle Unlimited, so let me see if it's on here. Probably not, but. Oh, yeah. I wonder if his books are on there. Best Friends. Some of the people that you think would be on there are not, and you're like, oh. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, debut novel. Winner is The Spanish Love Deception by Elena Armas. Also a, 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 a nominee. God, I could never be like at an award show. Uh, also <laughs> nominated The Lost Apothecary, another podcast book. The Push. Um, no other podcast books that I see, but a few jump out at me like The Firekeeper's Daughter, which I have on my shelf and I have not read. 
Um, the Paper Palace, which I think was a Reese's Book Club. We are the Brennans, also on my shelf. I've not read it. Okay, this is why I canceled my Book of the Month box because I get I steadily get these books and then they just sit there and I don't read them. Um, young Adult Fiction winner is Firekeeper's Daughter. So I guess I better read it. <laughs> also, another <laughs> book I see a lot is The Cousins by Karen McManus. I see that one on Bookstagram a lot, so it must be pretty good. I also think it's kind of horrorish. There's also, so that was young adult fiction, and then there's young adult fantasy. The winner was Rule of Wolves, which is the King of Scars series book two. I've not heard of that. I haven't either. Don't recognize any other books. I guess because um, Akatar's not in the young adult fantasy, it's like adult now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've grown into adults now. Thankfully. Because that was not a YA <laughs> novel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, none of them were. Like, are you kidding yeah. me? Some of have the young adult books that we've read. I would never let my young adult read. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Crazy. Steve, are you playing The Witcher? So we've started the second season of The Witcher, and Steve's like, damn, I need to get into this game. It's a good game. It's a good game. She, she said it's good. Did you hear him? Mm-hmm. What are the cut scenes? He said maybe he picked the wrong version. Um, is Henry Cavill in the game? No. Oh, then why bother? It's the only reason I watch the show. (laughs) Have you started it? I haven't started season two, but I've watched season one. Okay. Um, I love season one, even though season one is confusing AF because of like the time. Once you get into the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. If you just like look it up or like really pay attention, it's easy to figure out. I have to put my phone down to watch it. Um, the second season is like more straightforward. As far as the timeline. So it's like, it's not jumping around or anything. But it's still enjoyable. I mean, Henry Cavill, he's got it. He has got it. You know, I was reading the other day that um, the costumers are like really annoyed with him because he like wears out his leather pants really quick. <laughs> he can't help and it. He's got some cakes. <laughs> is that what it is? I don't know. <laughs> it could be his thighs too. They were like, dude, what is you doing? How are you wearing out these leather pants? Because they have to, like, keep making new ones. And they're like, ugh. And I'm just like, Lacey, what is he doing in the leather pants? Squats. Like, I need to go. Lacey said it's because of him, okay? <laughs> oh, Lord, child. It's hot in here. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. He, mm, 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 mm. I bet he's, like, real boring in person because no one can be that good-looking and have a stellar personality. You know what I mean? I don't know. Not necessarily. Oh, my God. It's just not fair if he has both. I mean, it's not fair that um, good old Captain America is packing what he's packing either. But, you know. Listen, that's America's ass, baby. (laughs) It really is. We're talking about Chris Evans now, Steve. He said, I know who America's ass is. <laughs> uh, fun story. When I had my surgery and I stayed in the hospital, they had um, 
they had some of the Avenger movies and they had that one where he says that's America's ass. But they cut out that part because they like make them family friendly uh, so like anyone in the hospital can watch it. And I'm like, yeah. that's not part of the movie. Yeah. Stupid hospitals. But yeah, Chris Evans. I don't know. Sometimes Chris Evans can look real like just normal. Uh, that's all of us though. That's true. But like Henry Cavill just like always looks A plus. You think so? Yeah, think I think so. But I, I bet if you saw him slashing around, you'd be like, he looks normal. Mm-mm. I'd be like, oh my god, that's Henry Cavill. <laughs> Superman. Sedonis, <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, Steve. Steve is giving me the dirtiest <laughs> look. Steve, you look just like him. Like, I don't know why you're mad. Y'all could be twins. <laughs> Funny. Okay. So, what are we reading next week? Oh yes, I just downloaded. I keep that. wanting it's... to call it "Where the Wild Things Are." No. Okay. So it is. <laughs> I know. I keep. I keep wanting to do that thing. That too. Let me go to my library because I've been reading it. Oh, you started it? Yeah, I had to yes. because I'm going to try and read outside of it, so I have to. I have to. A History of Wild Places by Shay yes. Earnshaw. Yeah. Yeah, That's the first few times I posted it, I accidentally hashtagged where the wild things are. <laughs> I'm like, Steve, shut it's, up. It's just because we think wild places. That's it. And then I, after I was like, no, it's not where the wild things are. Then mm-hmm. I was tagging a history of wild things. And I'm like, God. <laughs> I mean, when you grow up with that, but it's, it's just. It's hard know, not to. Yeah. Yeah. So a history of wild places. Is it good so far? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty decent so far. I mean, yeah. I'm only, you know, like 50 pages in, but. It's a decent synopsis. I was very excited to read it. And then people started telling me how good it was. And I was like, uh oh, don't build up my expectations like this. I know. Don't do this to us again. (laughs) Just so they come crashing down. Right. (laughs) (sighs) So I'm hoping it's good. I'm going to start it tomorrow because I'm finishing up this (laughs) Christmas book. (laughs) Christmas is over. I just had to get one last little Christmas book in. But it's the same old shit. It's the big city girl and the small town hunk. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm honestly kind of bored with it because I'm like 40% in and they haven't done it yet. Ugh. I might just give up on it. And they're enemies to lovers. And you know, sometimes the enemies things just get old. Yeah. It's played out. It's like, what else could they fight about? Come on. We'll see. We'll see. So, one week from today, a history mm-hmm. of wild places. Shay Earnshaw. Not where the wild things are. No. Send us your pictures, comments, thoughts, reviews, suggestions, favorites. Yep. Tubacorms1podcast at gmail.com. Or Instagram at Tubacorms1podcast. Shit. Before we go, um, I, <laughs> I asked our bookstagram folks, like, their top reads of 2021. So, love this name. At Trash Panda underscore Kilgore <laughs> said that their favorite read of 2021 was all of Scarlet St. Clair. Why? Because yeah. she's an amazing author. Yes. Agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agree. Um, I also told Trash Panda 
If you like Scarlet St. Clair, just uh, stay tuned. Yes. There might be something for you in a few weeks. Episode after next, we might have something. Wink, wink. Um, Savannah at the Desperate Bookwives. She gave a top ten list, and I'm like, awesome. Number one read of 2021 was The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna. Which... I'm conflicted on because I love Kristen Hanna. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nightingale is one of my all-time favorite books. Phenomenal fucking book. I read The Great Alone, and I did not like it. Oh, and it's not because of Kristen Hanna's writing. I think it's because of the story and the content. It's a very, very difficult story. It's about a family living off the grid in Alaska in, like, the 70s. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. The dad is, like, abusive. He has, like, severe PTSD from the army and it's very frustrating and it's very, you're just like, wow, why won't they leave him? Oh my God. It just gets so, so it kind of goes into all those complexities and like there mm-hmm. it's hard. It's a hard book to read. Um, and it's honestly the only Kristen Hannah book I've read that doesn't have a happy ending. And you're just like, wow. I'm so glad I spent 500 pages reading this to feel like shit. So that's why I didn't like it. But Kristen Hanna is phenomenal. Number two, Savannah said, was A Court of Mist and Fury. Mm-hmm. And then she said, I'll just bundle the entire Agatar series, though. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Agreed. You have to. Yes. Agreed. Number three is The Nightingale, also by Kristen Hanna. Agreed. Nightingale is a phenomenal book. Everyone should read it. Number four, Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Number five, The Midnight Library. Oh, that was a good one, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. That was on my top of 2021. Same. Um, number Same. six, People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. Number seven was Night Road. I don't know who... I got the hiccups. I don't know who wrote that. Let me look it up real quick. I haven't... Oh, it's Kristen Hanna. Okay, Savannah. So she got a Chris and Hannah thing going on. Okay. And number eight, Portrait of a Scotsman. So this is a series, I believe. But it's one of those series that, like, each book's a different one about a different person. Yes. This is part of the League of Extraordinary Women series. Ooh. And Portrait of a Scotsman is the third one. So I tried reading, reading the first one, Bringing Down the Duke. And I was really bored with it. I couldn't finish it. Oh. I mean, it sounded awesome. Listen to the synopsis. Yeah. Um, England, 1879. Annabelle Archer, the brilliant but destitute daughter of a country vicar, has earned herself a place among the first cohort of female students at the renowned University of Oxford. Um. In return for her scholarship, she must support the rising women's suffrage suffrage movement. So it sounded really interesting, and it's like a little rom-com, but I don't know. I just can't finish it. I'll try it again, though, because it's really popular. Well. And then. (laughs) If we've learned anything, it's a popular, it doesn't always mean a good book. 100% true. I agree. Um, number nine on Savannah's list, All the Ugly and Wonderful Things by Bryn Greenwood. Um, I have this on my Kindle and I have not read it. It came out in 2016. 
I've also heard it's wonderful. I just haven't gotten around to it. Um, and then number That's 10. A- sorry, go ahead. Akatar came out when? <laughs> that is true. That is very true. When did it come out? Let's see. A court of mist. No. Court of rose. Yeah. Thorns and roses. Thorns and roses. Mm-hmm. Oh, 2015. There we go. Yeah. Damn, I did not know. Okay, it came out before I even met old Steve over there. Old Steve, Henry Cavill's twin. <laughs> <laughs> Number ten is the House in the Cerulean Sea. Agree. Uh, amazing book, Lacey. I really hope you'll read it. I will. Eventually, I will. So good. So good. Good list, Savannah. Good list. Oh, I just found that meme with the Parmesan cheese again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, here, I mean, the Parmesan cheese wasn't even the same price. It was a dollar sixty less than the cereal. You know, that's another thing I was going to ask is that maybe they go just by the closest priced item, but that's weird, too. <laughs> <laughs> None of it makes sense. <laughs> oh, my God. I wonder if people had a book on there and then they, like, didn't have it and they substitute. <laughs> like, I wonder... <laughs> Wonder what you would get, a coloring book. <laughs> you like you order a Stephen books. King book and they give you a coloring book. Or a Bible. No <laughs> oh my god, or a Bible. That would be hysterical. Oh my god, that would be so funny. Well, thank you everyone for telling us your top reads. Can't wait to see what 2022 has, like what our favorite books are going to be. Oh, it's going to be interesting. If it's If it started like this, I'm kind of scared. Uh oh, why? I mean, Betty White is enough. <laughs> oh, you, okay. I thought you yeah. meant book wise. I was like, no. Oh. Okay. no. No, no, no. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's see, we'll see what happens. Poor Betty. She, you know what? She lived a very long life. She was an amazing person. Yeah. Who did amazing did. things, and her husband died in like the 80s or something. I just she was reading really- a story. That said, that was her last word was his name. So I'm like, damn, what if he like? Oh, they're reunited now. So sad. Um, but yeah, we'll see what 2022 has. That's all I got. You got anything yeah. else? No. All right. Bye. Bye. Happy New Year. Little, say bye. Yeah.